You are listening to Unstoppable Actors, the essential podcast for ambitious, unknown actors with me, Louise, the Artistic Director of Standby Method Acting Studio. And for the last 13 years, I've been taking unknown actors with blank CVs all the way to Netflix dramas, Amazon Prime films, TV soaps and stage plays around the world. And every week I'll be talking with you and sharing how you can become a paid working unstoppable actor because you 1,000% can. An acting career is doable. Are you ready to dive into the episode? I didn't believe you. Four words that can send you crashing after having given what you thought was a powerful performance. Those are the four words that we definitely don't want to be hearing as an actor. It can make us lose confidence in ourselves. It can make us wonder whether we're good enough. It can even make us go, well, what the hell did I actually do wrong? It's really important that you figure out why you received that feedback. And after 13 years of coaching actors, I can tell you now, it's one of the things that I'm going to mention now or a combination of the things that I'm going to mention. So either the emotional connection was forced, fake or non-existent or you were trying too hard to make the lines sound natural and you completely forgot about embodying the character, the character behaviour and the character needs. It could also be that you were in your head far too much and therefore the scene was lifeless. It could be that you were so nervous your performance was chaotic meaning the nervous energy was so big and so crazy that your performance just didn't make sense. It could be that you were so nervous that you looked like a rabbit in headlights, so you actually froze in the performance and it looked like you were doing nothing. So, when you hear those words, I didn't believe you, you have to figure out which one of those things it was. Because when you hear that, it means there wasn't any spark in your performance. So do you know which one of those acting problems you often get stuck in. Let me give examples of them. If you are forcing the emotional connection, it means you are pushing inside of your body. So if you have to feel anger in the scene, you're making the anger very, very big. Or if you have to feel tears and sadness in the scene, not feel tears, sorry, but feel sadness in the scene, you're making the sadness very big. So you're forcing it and you're faking it. The alternative is that the emotion is non-existent. You're just trying to make the lines sound like they're natural. So when you're trying to make the lines sound like they're natural, you're doing a lot of inflecting. You're creating a lot of intonation. So if you take a line such as, I'm really disappointed in you, Gary. I thought better of you. You would be practicing how to say that line to make it sound as if it's real. So if I go over the line again, I'm really disappointed in you, Gary. I thought better of you. Can you see I'm trying to put a feeling in the line, but there is no feeling there because it's fake. I'm just thinking about how I'm saying the line. I'm really disappointed in you, Gary. I thought better of you. When you start hearing your lines sounding like that, where you're really thinking about how to put colour in them and how to inflect them and how to intonate the lines and the pauses, there's no feeling. 
And you also forget about the character. So what you'll do is you'll just stand there saying lines in a way that you think sounds natural, but actually you're very aware that they're not real. If you're in your head far too much and the scene becomes lifeless, you'll usually think in one of these things like, oh gosh, that line didn't sound right. Oh, what do I do with my hands? My hands seem to be just by my side. I don't know what to do with them. Or, oh my God, what is the director thinking of me? I've just seen them taking a note. What do I do? Are they enjoying my performance? Shit, was it any good? Or it might be that you're thinking, oh my God, I really need to make this connection and I can't seem to connect to it. Or any sort of thought that you've got going on in your head. It might not even be be about the performance. It might be about yourself, what you look like, the sound of your accent, the sound of your voice. When you are far too much in your head, the scene will always be lifeless because your head isn't where emotions are generated. And especially when you're criticising yourself. Now, if you become so nervous that your performance is chaotic, it means, as I've already said, that the energy of the nerves is very, very, very big and you're you're doing things without realising what you're doing, but you're not in control of it. And then if you're so nervous that you look like a rabbit in headlights, you might think that things are going on inside of your body. You might think you're having emotional responses to things, but what it actually reads as in the performance is that you're just stood there and you don't know what you're doing. So all of these things, as I've already mentioned, mean there isn't a spark in your performance. And that spark is the thing that will engage casting directors when you're at auditions. It will engage directors who you're working with and it will engage your acting coach if you're in a class. It's important that you engage people because when you do, you take them on an emotional journey with you. But you can only take your audience members on an emotional journey if you go on the emotional journey. So it is absolutely non-negotiable as you develop your acting career and your skills that you figure out which out of those you are doing. You have to know what your weak spots are as an actor. It doesn't mean you're a bad actor. It just means there's things that need improving because when these weak spots keep taking over and you keep getting sucked into them, they stop you getting cast They stop you getting an agent and they can even stop you getting offered roles from your showreel because sometimes that does happen. It's obviously not just enough to know what your weak spots are. You also need to know which specific method acting exercise you need to replace them with. So is it personalisation you need, which is about the emotional work? Is it rampaging that you need, which is about generating the energy of the character and getting connected to their objective in the scene? Is it about sense memory? Do you need a sense memory exercise which allows you to create the imaginary environment of the character so you believe that you're in their world? Is it the chair relaxation that you need to stop you feeling nervous and to get you in control of your body so you can actually generate that emotion? Is it song and dance that you need to stop you getting stuck in patterns to keep you fresh and in the moment and spontaneous? Is it private moment exercise you need to stop you getting sucked into inhibitions and being embarrassed in your performances? Or is it a combination of all of them? You need to know which out of those exercises that you need because these habits, these bad acting habits that you get sucked into when you receive that feedback, I didn't believe you, will stay deeply ingrained in you and you will keep doing them until you become aware of them and you replace them with someone else. So when you look at A-list actors or the actors that you look up to, or you see those actors on socials, maybe on Twitter or on Instagram, who seem to get seem to be getting role after role after role, they've had to learn which exercises were better for them. Because every actor 
has bad acting habits, that will lead to feedback. At some point, we'll all hear, I didn't believe you. We'll all hear that at some point. Nobody's immune from it. No actor gets through their career without hearing those words. So I highly encourage you to figure out which out of those method acting exercises you need to be using because you need to bring fire to your work. When you start using those exercises, instead you'll hear, I couldn't have directed that better myself. Wow. Or something along the lines of, I totally forgot you were acting. I was so engrossed in the story. That's what you need to be hearing when the scene ends. Because when you hear that, you feel confident in yourself. And when you feel confident, you want to use those exercises again and again and again and again. And then when you keep using those exercises repeatedly, they become ingrained in you. And you can use them very quickly without even realising. And you become an unstoppable actor. Because repetition is the mother of success. So you need to ask yourself, what do you want to keep repeating? Do you want to keep repeating those habits that are leading to, I didn't believe you? Or do you want to keep repeating the method acting exercises that lead to you getting that amazing feedback and making you feel super proud of yourself? If you want to learn these exercises, we have got the Method Actor Circle now open for enrolment. It's a monthly membership for ambitious, unknown aspiring actors who want to captivate casting directors, who want to get directors giving them the most insane feedback about their work. Inside the Method Actor Circle, I'll be coaching you through your audition pieces and the next audition class, which is called the Audition Zone, is Thursday the 20th of July. It's 8pm till 9pm UK time, but you can be from anywhere in the world because it's online. And then the next character development class inside the Method Actor Circle is Sunday the 30th of July, 2pm till 6pm UK time. Again, you can be from anywhere in the world. You've got those two classes and I'll be going through all of those exercises in those classes. You've also got weekly Q&As where you can ask me anything about the craft of acting and you're also going to get help with your mindset to keep you motivated. So that's available to you for the introduction price of £19 per month. On Friday the 21st of July, that price increases. So come and join the Method Actors Circle. Come and get your hands on these exercises and nurture your craft so your career excels because you can become an unstoppable actor with the method. Doesn't matter what level you're at, whether you're brand new, whether you're regularly auditioning, or whether you're returning to the industry after a break. With the method, you are going to feel absolutely amazing and so confident in yourself that you will be putting yourself out there in the industry more because you know you can act and you know you're good at it. So the link is underneath the episode. I'd love to see you in there. I want to coach you. I want to make you a better actor. I want to give you these exercises. See you in the next episode. I've absolutely loved hanging out with you and I really hope you found this episode inspiring. If you have, please do rate the podcast and hit follow so you never miss an episode and I can help more actors like you. And come and join one of the most supportive, uplifting acting communities on socials, the Unstoppable Actors Facebook group, where you'll get your weekly injection of inspiration, networking and receive your free Method Actors handbook so you can become an unstoppable actor.